0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Back of the House Podcast. I'm Daniel, and I'm Chino, and uh, Mister Easy should be here pretty soon. But right now, we in and we are in a special place, special location. We are here at Public Hype Shoe Store. Would it be considered a shoe? Would you call yourself a shoe boutique?
1: Yeah, I, I'd call it a shoe boutique. Upscale, you know, upscale. Up, upscale. Now, I'd call it just a uh, you know hype type of wear store, right? So anything from clothing. To accessories, to shoes. So we're a little bit of everything. The reason you call it hype is because there's just a lot of demand for these items. And so, you know, there's so much hype around a Yeezy. There's so much hype around a Jordan Retro. There's so much hype around a Supreme item. So we decided, he decided, my son decided that, hey, we're going to bring hype to the public. So we're going to call it Public Hype. You know what I'm saying? And that's how the name came about now, i understand so introduce it's, yourself to uh, yeah, all of our listeners so my name is jr salazar been in san angelo for the last 10 months all right was uh, originally from south texas moved to san angelo in 1994 uh stayed here till, till 07 till i met my my bride and then in 07 we relocated to austin and then about 10 months ago uh God brought us back to our roots. And here we are. Angela go. always sucks you back in. Angela yeah. some, I always I, sucks you back and in. I, and you know what's funny is I used to say I would never come to San hey, Angelo. Hey, don't we all and, say and that? I've learned that lesson that you should be smarter than say right. never. Exactly. Because the man had a way to bring me back. And you know what? It's all good. It's all been love. We appreciate everybody we've met, including you guys. Thank you guys yeah. for the time and the opportunity yeah. today.
0: Well, thank you. And again, you have your son here. And what, what is your name again, sir? Uh, my name is Jane Salazar. Uh, just a young kid. Just Trying to achieve his dreams, that's you know. and that's where it all started. Here with uh, yeah. the dreams of Jaden's, right?
1: The, the dreams of Jaden. Jaden wanting the hype is what started this. <laughs> and uh you know, Dad being being Dad, uh, decided he was going to do what he could to get him his son some hype. What started as a small little venture. Probably turned into yeah a side hobby of, of just getting him sneakers you know I, I used to tell him hey I remember having those Jordans and and you know I'd have one and and that was it right and he's like well I want some and so I figured it out and here we are you know I look at it now and it's and it's and it's still shocking because I don't consider you know the public hype I consider it its own identity. Right. I just feel like I'm a worker to Public Hype. Right. But when you look back and, you, and, you, and you, you talk about it, you figure out, man, it's been so many years of hard work and energy. And it's finally good to see him be able to see what he thought in his head yeah. and what he dreamed of. It's
0: it's, come to fruition, come to uh, yeah, realization. Yeah, you know, because yeah. we tried for so many years,
1: man. I, I'm not, not going to lie to you. We tried so many years in Austin uh, to open the store. And every time we get so, I mean, we get like 30 days right. and God would say no. Uh, yeah. The yeah. last time this happened was right before the pandemic. We did a South by Southwest show.
0: Okay. Yeah. So
1: our friend ran a vintage shop that did nothing but hype clothing, streetwear yeah. and stuff like that. And he calls me and says, Hey man, can you bring all your shoes and, and let's do a, let's do a collab. Yeah. Um, the name of the store is dirty laundry. And I said, all right, let's do it. And, uh, you know we got excited we did great had a lot of artists roll through there uh, a lot of the OG rappers would come through and it was just exciting i'm like you know this is going to happen and then boom the pandemic hits right yeah. a couple months later the pandemic hits the country shuts down mm-hmm. and and i look at him and i had tons of shoes in a room and i'm like <laughs> what are we going to do now what do we do right at that point the world shut down yeah. no one knew what was going to happen so we kind of put it on the back burner right um waited it out and then about ten months ago we, we came to San Angelo and I guess got spoke to my wife and 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 we ended up here, man. We ended well, up we, at the mall.
0: We're downtown here in San Angelo, historical downtown. Yeah. Um right across the street from Zero One L House. And you know what? Right we're, next to Urban S right next to Urban Salt, next to <laughs> Ronnie Cajas Jr. He was on our show a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> was he about a month ago? Yeah. Good and, guy, good yeah. guy. Nothing also, but man. love for Ronnie. Shout out yeah. to Ronnie and yeah. his crew. They've been amazing to us. Tell me a little bit about yourself first and where you're from as yeah. far as, you know, you touched on it a little bit. Well, man. well let me t- tell you the story and then we can uh, jump in. Yeah, yeah. Where's where this young man's from? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: So, look, I, I, I am. I have a long story, so I'll try to keep it <laughs> as short as possible. You know, I, I'm born. I was born in Mexico. All right. um, my mom was is originally from Mexico. It's a, a small town called El Moral, Coahuila. Uh-huh. Really, really small um i have to shout out shout out shout out so to a a trust me they have no internet or social media there. <laughs> does,
0: does your truck have a gua- echo in Coahuila no. Uh, <laughs> no 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 no, no. no, no. Okay. those fell off never mind uh,
1: that a- that that accident those stickers <laughs> fell off around 1996 when traded it in for supreme stickers yes when i was officially in san angelo i became an official san angelo and i had to drop the accident drop the uh sticker but no no what? that's where i'm from um um my mom was visiting in I decided to come out early and so I was born in Mexico and so for the longest time I had dual citizenship but anyways awesome. my, my dad is born and raised in Eagle Pass Texas South Texas. Yeah, shout
0: out to Eagle yeah. Pass. And shout
1: out to my, my my old hometown of Eagle Pass. Um, you know literally to be honest with you growing up uh, my dream was to be a professional musician. Um, I've been in music all my life and uh, used to play in a band in Eagle Pass um, and around 1994 or 93 actually, 92, um, we were playing at a festival in San Antonio and the band I was playing with got an offer to go uh, record an album. Um, I came home, my dad says, no sir, you're not going touring. It and wasn't
0: Garcia brothers, was it? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh man! So shout Dang out to it. shout out to
1: Joey Garcia. Shout uh, out, sh- uh, Joey. Oh. Joe, Joe Senior is my godfather. Oh so man! So my father, shout my father, out. and yeah. my father and him had a band, Los Amigos, in Eagle Pass, Texas. Joey, Jimmy, and I grew up as little kids admiring them. Yeah. And so we started our own thing, and they would let us play during intermission. There you go. And eventually, we became good enough, and we started a band called. Jimmy Garcia y Los Clavelitos. Oh, okay. That was the original name of that band. And and then, you know, anyways, that happened. And so, you know, they asked me, they came to my house and said, Man, we need we need a drummer, we want you to come with us. Right. We just got signed. Uh, at the time it was Joy Records. Um Joy would Records, you come yeah. on tour with us? And and I was like, Yeah, yeah, man, I'm excited, I'm pumped. And come home, tell my dad, and my dad's like, No, sir, you're not going on tour, you're gonna go to school. Wow. And my dad had been a touring musician back in the day, he'd play with some some bands. And so he knew what, how hard that life was. Correct. And so what, what he did at that time, he says, you know what, I'm going to start a band for you, but you're going to stay here local. And, you know, that's the way to, you know, keep your mind off of being on tour while Jimmy and Joey pursued their dreams of becoming, you know, one of the iconic conjunto bands in that generation that that was different from the original conjunto bands like conjunto bernal and all that's yeah, all traditional exactly. these guys brought a little bit different funk into it that's what was unique about los colabelitos and, and,
0: and those guys that, are pachuco yeah. forever yeah. i was not
1: pachuco i can't claim but those guys were straight out pachucos what you see is what they are yeah they're not faking it they go home and they're pachucos forever and so anyways in 1994 my my father um used to work for a gentleman that that uh owned some small finance companies and the gentleman approached my father and said, hey, I need you to move to San Angelo, Texas, because I need you to come run the company from San Angelo. I don't need you to be running it from Eagle Pass anymore because I need you here, because he was expanding. And my father, being being the smart man he was, I guess, said, hey, we're we're moving. And that's how JR ends up in San Angelo um, in 94. We had a band here in 94. Uh, it was called Grupo Tejas. It was just a generic oh, name. Oh, Grupo Tejas, yeah. yeah. So my dad and I were the owners of that band. We played oh. for many, many years here, um, and at that point, I was still chasing that music dream. I had gotten out of the tennis shoe world because yeah. um, I was too busy just chasing expensive, unique instruments at yeah. that point. Yeah. So I traded two hundred dollars Jordan's for three thousand dollars wow. drum sets yeah. and Man. and bass guitars because those were my instruments was bass and drums. And so we played here for many years. Um, you know, and eventually met my wife in in two thousand around ninety nine two thousand, and then we got married and. Um, then this young man came uh, came about in 2003, okay. and then that's when life changes, yeah. right? Yeah. You no yeah. longer can pursue that musical passion, yeah. you got to get a real job, and it's got to be stable, and so uh, even you though can't I... can't go to s- Club Tierra no more. Th- there was no, hey, you know <laughs> what, or shout out to Carlos Martinez, you know, we used to play at Club, uh, Club Tierra, Club... Rio, whatever it was called. El Monte there. Carlo. All, all yeah, those man. I mean, yeah. You know, we played everywhere. <laughs> we were, Lito. Lindo. El Paraíso. Right. Yeah, man. So we did that for a while. And you know, it was good. And then you know, obviously got married. My son was born and and so life changed for me. Right. You know, I kinda give gave up music. Not because I had to, because I wanted to. Of course. Um, and yeah. and you know, then you know my wife. Was supportive no matter what she's always been a supporter of, of what i do even sometimes i have some bad ideas she's like yeah let's do it and then i realize oh, that was a dumb idea but hey that's a good wife and she's been great oh, for yeah. for 20 plus years of marriage and so yeah then we end up here and then in 07, we get up and, you know, Jaden's going to turn three years and my wife's like, hey, we need to put him in a bigger city. We give him better opportunities, give him right. the opportunity to explore other things, put him in a school district that allows him to accelerate and become yeah, something brilliant. different. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so awesome. we moved to Austin, Texas. We buy a house and we end up in the Liberty Hill area and we've been there settled for over 15 years and, um, you know when this young man turned about 12 or 13 he came to me and says I need some hype shoes and I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and you just go buy shoes at Foot Locker bro Right. Like, that's what normal people do right get some and ones yeah you know when I was growing get up him, uh, uh,
2: Nike Monarchs <laughs> I was telling
1: him I said you, you laugh but when I when I was growing up you probably don't even know these brands I was wearing LA Gears and British Nights. yeah oh, definitely it
0: some right? cross colors you said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, dad,
1: my dad I would tell my dad I'd, I'd take him to the foot action at the mall and be like hey dad I want these Max 90s he goes how much are they, 90 bucks? He goes, estás no, loco. loco. loco? pay less. He goes, Tas loco. Mira, <laughs> let's go downtown. Downtown right. you go past. Con, los, con los, en las tiendas allá in downtown. And I'll buy you two pairs. For 90 dollars. For 90 bucks. Yeah, there you go. And so I would get Two pairs. You know and that's that's how we live, yeah. You know? And it was yeah. some British nights here, you know, back when the Jabot stuff was going down. Funny. Remember those Uh-oh. days, bro? I yeah. couldn't even get the real Jabots, I had to wait till they come out like at Ross,
0: At Solo Serve. Yeah, right. a Solo Serve, yeah. and, and, and they would had like, like a little wrong
1: cut or a yeah. bad stitch, but hey, yeah. yeah, man, you still and don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They don't care, bro. You And then why are you looking at me? Yeah, and then Pepe Jeans came out, right? But it was all from Solo Serve, it was all from the Rosses, it was never from the boutique stores right it Never, was nothing yeah. like it was yeah. different um but yeah you know i tell him so what is this hype and so he got gets me into it and you know we finally realized hey you know this is what a hype shoe looks like and at that point it was you know kanye shoes and yeah, talking retro jordan yeah. Yeah. Uh, and i'm like oh man like i remember the raging bull fives and i remember yeah. the jordan ones and i remember the jordan three black cements and i remember the what the Wata fours and and the i started looking and these shoes are now you know three times what the off. cost of right. when i was a young kid but the value of them were were invaluable yeah. at some point like the original lightnings right the original lights that came out are now were a thousand dollars and i'm like what in the world dang and he's the one that would tell me hey dad if you buy extra pairs we can go to these sneaker shows and sell them and yep. i was like i never heard of such thing like <laughs> sneaker shows <laughs> right and so we do you know he drags us we, you know and, and it was kind of cool because it got us to do a family thing without us knowing
0: yeah right? that's awesome. without
1: without forcing because you know how kids are they don't at one point, you're not cool enough. You're not cool enough to hang out with them. Or, I hate you, Dad. Or, or, or you're not cool enough to do the things that they think are cool. Exactly. And, exactly, and so yeah. the one thing that my wife and I always did is we always try to be cool right. because we were young enough that we could kind of get away with it. Now we're a little older. We're like, Hey, watch out what you wear because, right. So I was getting, and those shoes don't look so good over there. Right. But, uh, we I need got, some. We, I need some art support. Now. <laughs> yeah. That's what she tells that's me. I, she goes, why do not you wear your Jordan ones? I said, cause they're flat and they hurt my feet. Yeah. <laughs> then why do you buy them? Cause they look cool.
0: Yeah, I do, right? right.
1: So anyways, he's like, Hey dad, you know, we can buy extra shoes and we can sell them. I was like, man, I was like, whatever. And so we did, we bought like 30 pairs of Yeezys. Wow. And uh We go to our first sneaker con in Dallas, Texas. And sneaker con, take it it, at that time, was not what the sneaker con is today. It was a lot smaller and it was so different. And we take 30 pairs of sneakers and we walk in and we walk out with not one pair. So you sold all? Every single pair that we had, we sold. And I remember looking at my wife going, What just happened? So we take that money and we buy another set of yeezys wow and at that time people were looking at us like because at that time jordan brand was kind of more popular yeah jordan was was jordan was kind of popping and people were like why are y'all buying so many yeezys they used to call us the yeezy family oh here's the yeezy fam (laughs) because we had nothing but yeezys Yeezys. maybe one or two jordans but mostly all yeezys but the, the the thing that we figured out at the time was that we could sell 30 yeezys and make way more profit than selling one jordan wow because it was a numbers game at that point yeah Right, we're like if we sell these. You can 30, flip faster yeah. we're than flipping our money like that, fast. So yeah. We're reinvesting everything we made, and then we were doing it and doing it and doing it. And that's yeah. how this thing started. Oh. This thing started because we started reselling Yeezys. Yeah, wow. Everything we sold was a Yeezy, and it was because he he drug us to the first show. Yeah. You know, ironically enough, my last big sell of a lot, quite a bit of money. I won't say that number because right, we, right. Don't, we don't want to say the, the wife's number here. But no, no, she was there in the <laughs> she deal. Knows, but, she was, but, 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 sure. but she was in the deal. But it was to. To Mister Two J's at Urban Necessities. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, he came. We were setting up, and he told my wife, "I want all that. ticket off." And us as business people, I'm like, "I'm not taking anything off until right. you pay me." the money, me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. the money, <laughs> money, money, yeah, money, money talks, money talks bullshit yeah. walks. And yeah. I know who Two J's is at this point, right? Because Two J's is yeah. a big influencer, and, and I always looked up to the man because just his story and who he became, you know, sometimes motivates me because right. you know it's it's hard. Business is not easy. But uh, anyways, that was my big last transaction. I'll tell you what. We were at SneakerCon for an hour. Wow. And uh, we, no, we no. sold some pairs, and he sent some people back. He goes, we told you all to stop selling. I said, okay, but what are you going to give
3: me? Exactly. He goes,
1: give me the list. Get it off the table. We'll work something out. And right. we did. We packed it all up. We took it over there. We negotiated a price, and we sold our shoes. And I think we were there an hour. We got our money. We went back to the hotel, Yeah, and we just chilled. And, and and then after that, because we were catching a flight the next day to go to New York to go visit those bigger stores like Stadium Goods and Flight Club and Sean's wow. store and yeah. all this other store. And so, man, it was amazing, you know. And 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 at that point, we were like, I, I think we're probably not going to do resale anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're done. But I was Terco. I was the yeah. Terco one. I was the one always pushing him. I was like, oh, you know because StockX was kind of making his appearance mm-hmm. yeah. and she was like, you know, StockX is going to kind of dictate where prices go. I'm like, Oh, you know, no, let's, let's keep doing it. Um, si- silently I kept buying shoes without her knowing until they showed up at the house and there was 30 boxes. <laughs> and she'd be like, why are these 30 boxes? So well, I just bought some more shoes, you know? And then, and then we do the South by show. Right. And, and, and I was still being technical and then pandemic hit and, then we ended up here so yeah man that's a little bit about me you know i'm an old south south texas boy uh originally wanting to be a musician as as the dream um ended in in shoes and IT is was my career as it yeah been in it for over 20 something years i've been in music all my life and i've been in shoes for for a while for quite a while now as a business i used to be in shoes when i was young but as a business in shoes for for a good while
2: what's one of your first shoes that you fell in love with that made you that sneakerhead black cement black cement three yeah i remember
1: going to the store man and begging my dad for a black cement and my dad was like we we just didn't have the money for it i did not understand i'm a kid and i never owned a black cement until about five years ago oh wow when they (laughs) when we redid them yeah and uh, i bought a black cement and i don't own many threes i only I only like the original colorways. right? Um, so I have black cements. I have the Tinker Hat feels, obviously, because the Tinker Hat feels a special shoe that never got released. When he drew it up, he put a swoosh on a three. Michael Jordan says, I don't want the swoosh. Take the swoosh off. So every three right. that K ever came yeah. out was swooshless. And when Tinker did it five, six years ago, I said, I got to have that in my collection. So swoosh, yeah. that was the first shoe that I that I really wanted that I could never touch. So, yeah. so you're a three fan. I'm a big one fan. Are just you? I'm a big one fan because growing up they were cheaper but again we couldn't afford them right but when the three came out it was such a different shoe yep it was such a different silhouette the the what got me on the three was the elephant print that's the first
3: time I oh yeah elephant the elephant print. Okay.
0: yeah
1: and, and that's what really drew my eye to to the shoe but you know didn't get
0: it so uh jayden, jayden. yes sir all right well Jaden, man so um well again like, like like we told you your father man thank you for being here i know you're probably the biggest part of this whole vision that your family had so what made you actually say you know what i I need some new shoes did did you have some what on or something you're like nah i need you know what mom (laughs) i need some new need some new kicks
4: nah man i mean you know growing up middle school yeah uh, you know social media just took over the world especially kanye 2016 2017. you know he had the world around his fingers and you know I just looked on the internet and I just was like, man, what's a, what's a 350, you know? And I quickly did a lot of research and I was like, man, I was like, you know what? Because growing up, I didn't really care about shoes that much. Right, right. You know, my mom would always be like, hey, I want to get you some nice shoes. I'm like, no, I'm okay. We're just, we're just regular yeah. shoes yeah. you know not nothing nothing too crazy right yeah the 49.99 yeah. Would be all right. they're
0: okay <laughs> yeah no, not not th- even
1: bro if he it, i pulled the other day just sorry to interrupt but i pulled the other day his mom bought him cool shoes she was buying him sb dunks
0: oh <laughs> oh OG
1: sb dunks i have we have little sb dunks of him oh, wearing, me. and this guy thought they were no good yeah and I'm they're like really dude cute People would kill for those now. Yeah, they but would. like you said, right, he wasn't into it. But now <laughs> I pulled him out the other day, and I'm like, man, baby, you used to buy him some you really him nice, shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah,
4: but I mean, you know, for me, I it's crazy because you know, looking back on it, I was never really big on sneakers. No. The culture you didn't know nothing about it and in then middle school. You know, shout out to Kanye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he really, he really helped me out with just transitioning into the culture, and you know, and that's whenever I was like, hey, yo, dad we got to we got to look at Yeezys, right. Pharrell's, Jordans, yeah. you know all of that. And you know back back in 2016, 2017, it was really limited. Wow. You know, it it was something that I remember I'd go to the mall and there were small vendors that had them and you know me and a bunch of other kids, we would we would like have our eyes pop out because we got to physically see one. Yeah, wow. Because it was that crazy. But yeah, I mean, it all started with the Yeezy. So uh, when
0: you talk about culture, what yeah. define culture in, uh, in that sense?
4: Yeah. So the culture, I mean, just it, it's it's more than just sneakers, you know. It's yeah. it's music. Right. It's bringing people who like sneakers together, yeah. like sneaker con, you know, having social events just like this, having customers come in and asking about sneakers, sh- t-shirts, right. you know. It, it's expanded to more than just sneakers. sneakers like yeah. t-shirts, you know brands music right. hats it, and everything yeah too. hats it, yeah. it's just it's just way more than unlimited yeah
0: I, I mean i'm sure it's 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 a lot more pronounced in bigger cities right like austin oh yeah and, yeah but um what do you feel like your your vision right now is bringing to west texas specifically to san angelo uh
4: you know starting you gotta you gotta start somewhere um back in austin you know there used to be only one store and oh, then wow. now we got 10 plus so, you know, you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it
0: It all starts with one idea and one vision. Well, I know you talk, you're talking about your vision, but what are you more specifically as far as, what are you uh, most proud of that you've accomplished so far um, gaining or working towards that vision?
4: Yeah, um, just meeting the people. You know, some of the conversations that we get to have with people, you know, is, is really great. And, you know, and having people who may not know about the business who may not know about sneakers you right. know supreme you know yeah. the, the culture right Sneaker yeah. culture. people like me yeah 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 yeah, yeah you <laughs> were wearing a look better shoes <laughs>
0: these are the yeah, coolest you know, shoes we, i've we, ever we, had you know you know you get to, you
4: get to spread it
0: <laughs> yeah you're in the dash shoe, homie shit man oh but <laughs> come but on man but i like all the shoes that you know mr chino is our resident shoe aficionado <laughs> person that collects he says he has 200 pairs of shoes and Mr. his clothes he's the guy he that knows he'd, he'd, he knows shoes yeah. before yeah. yeah so um so i don't i always tell him you know i love your shoes or whatever i i love his uh my favorite jordan is uh i think a nine i think a nine the yeah the one with the rubber around nobody, it the, nobody loves a nine dog nobody <laughs> is loves that the nine? red chili that's up
5: there
0: um, nobody loves every nine no, uh, the, yeah, it's it, not the nine. It's not the nine. Well, you're, you're
2: probably thinking of the eleven. The eleven's probably. I
0: always eleven. get the nine and eleven, eleven. mixed yeah. up. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. And you know what? And another thing, and I'm not to cut you off, but I actually got in middle school mm-hmm. thinking about shoes because of our our school or our algebra teacher. He would teach in Jordans, and it was 1993, 94 ish. So he, I don't know which ones those were, but I mean, if if you had them here, I probably would recognize them, but. Um, it was just so cool to see yep. our algebra teacher yep. wearing some Jordans, and all of us, you know, Hispanic kids and lower low social economic kids, yep. would we'll be like, "Oh my gosh, those are amazing! Those are the Jordans! Wow!" Yep. And uh, that's what kind of got me a little bit yeah. into, uh, you know, some shoes. But you know, of course, we have an art teacher that comes out here.
1: I don't know where he's from. I think he teaches at an elementary school, but he teaches the art of sneakers. Oh wow! And we've asked him several times. You know, he he. He'll bring a shoe to the kids, and he'll have them draw the silhouette, but then he lets them kind of customize
0: it. Like design one? And so we've
1: asked him several times, you know, hey, we would love to have your art yeah. displayed here and have a little yeah. co- a contest and have parents and people come judge and see who wins and maybe collab one day and, and give something back to the community. Wow. Because, you know, sneakers at our age, when I was a young kid, s- sneakers kind of had a negative stigma to them. Yeah. Depending on the type of shoe and the color of shoe that you wore, associated you use yeah. with some type of, of unfortunate
0: gang, know, gang or, or, or violence or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll get killed you go. Yeah, like you, what you, can, wear, you right? couldn't yeah, wear you, Cortez's without getting that stigma, right? Right, like the Cortez, Cortez is a staple
1: is- shoe for a West East LA, right? Yeah. LA is a Cortez. And, uh, you know, back then it was tough. Oh, you know, nowadays it's different, man. Like, like you know, these celebrities, these, these athletes that have put these shoes on have made it cool again. Yeah. It's actually you know culture it's part of a fashion statement yeah, yeah. it's expanded a lot Yeah, it's, it's, it's no expanded, longer yeah. it's no longer you're associated with negativity you're associated right. with something that's that's accepted in the world
0: but i think when you think about the shoe culture back in the early 90s totally it was basketball because oh, yeah. only the basketball players yeah. wore had their the shoe. specific shoe right yeah. and and rappers were yeah. wearing the basketball players' right like shoes right. now Everybody i mean let's look statement. at ba- look at um uh Tupac and his uh album cover one of his album covers he had some feelas on he the, had the, the Grand Hills the Grand Hills, the Grand Hills yeah. those still, were amazing uh, I, I, I love those, those. Box, and um but, that's another thing I mean I, I was really big into hip-hop back in the early, late 90s early yeah. mid 90s early 90s and all that and uh Tupac was my my favorite and so I'd always follow his culture with his uh his vibes, as far as his style, and yeah. even yeah. though he didn't wear a shirt or anything most of the time, <laughs> but you know, looking at his shoes yeah. and things like that, it's just because you now, were born in the same day, dog. Yeah, that's the only well, thing right? had why, a connection, yeah. right? cosmic right. connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the thing is too, it's like now any musician can have something affiliated to them as far as that. I mean, a shoe think, think, or
1: think about this, right? You are talking about rap back in the nineties, yeah, eighties, right? That's all the that basketball players and usually rappers were wearing the shoes, right? Yeah. Nowadays. You look at the Hano bands. Okay. They got Yeezys on. Yeah. There's yeah. this kid there's this kid in Midland named and free advertisement for Tristan Ramos, but okay. Tristan Ramos has a band up in Midland. The guy's always wearing Yeezys. Oh wow. I've hit him up several times on DM. Be like, Hey, if you ever need some drip, bro, hit me up. He's not uh-huh. hitting me up, so if he hears this, hit me up. But yeah, there I mean, It's it's flow it's it's flowed into the culture. I saw the other day Signal, Jesse Turner he did an interview, okay. a podcast with somebody. Yeah. And I only always saw the guy wear Chuck Taylors. Yeah. And I saw him the other day with a pair of Air Jordans.
0: Uh oh. So it's
1: it's slowly trickling into into other well, cultures. I think it's a, a status music.
0: symbol now, I believe. Yeah. If, yeah. I mean I think it's it's turned into something that, you know, if you really wanna be noticed by generations, don't matter doesn't matter what generation each generation will look at you and say, "Hey, man, you, you got you, you got some status if you have some nice pairs of shoes." I'm pretty sure, yeah. right? I
1: mean, I mean think of, think about the things that Jay Balvin has done with the Air Jordan One, Jay Balvin, yeah, exactly. You know, Bad Bunny
0: with Adidas, yeah. You know,
1: it, the the sneaker culture or the sneaker market has opened doors for lots of the other people, people yeah. that 20 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, in the 90s, 80s, there was not an op- there was no opportunity then. It was it was a sports shoe or it was a sports right. shoe that got translated into. Into a a rap. Music, game. right, right, right. 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 But that was it. That's as far as as, as it went. Yeah. where
2: it changed a lot for me. What I saw, right, was when Yeezy was doing Nike. When we mm-hmm. use Nike, yeah. and and Adidas too, wasn't he Adidas? No, Adidas no, never. Second, no. Well, oh. this is, he's now with Adidas, okay. but right. he started with Nike. And Nike. He only came yeah. out with what three, four, four pairs, pairs of shoes, four pairs of shoes, yep. and to me, that's where it took off. Cause man, er- then everybody wanted them. Was he yeah. the first rapper to actually do a shoe deal?
0: Shoe line, maybe. I mean, I think he's one, he's one, the one of the first, first rappers pioneering. that ever did yeah.
1: a big collab with Nike. Yeah. I mean, I'm, they might have been others, as
2: but successful as it was. But I as think, I think right? one man, that got everybody. Got, everybody rappers used to have some garbage
5: ass shoes. Like, are you serious? You're gonna really? <laughs> like, really? And or just basic? You but, know, but him, was basic. basic. Yeah.
1: But him introducing the Air Yeezy, right? Right. Changed I mean, it forever. And 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 to think that they dropped... Air Yeezys on a Twitter link,
4: yeah, yep, yeah.
1: That's how they dropped Air
2: Yeezys because right. back
1: then there was no sneakers app, there was no Discord groups. Oh, it oh. was a Twitter link that yeah. said live Air now because you,
2: you remember the Red Octobers has got dropped yep. like at like midnight, yep. eleven o'clock at night. Yep. Nobody middle. knew they just dropped it because Dang. he was leaving. That was his last signature line. Yep. And they, I would say, they kind of got mad at him because yep. he was leaving Adidas. Yeah, so, and so or, they,
0: they just sold it, they just dropped it. I know whenever I was, you know, looking at shoes, I was always waiting for that East Bay catalog and oh, yeah, yeah, that East that was Bay thing, yeah. just like, oh, look at those. I want to get, when I get my child support, I'm going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> the Charles Barkley. Yeah, the Charles Barkley. <laughs> are getting retro again. Did Did were the Scotty retro, Pippins. The, the Scotty Pippins. Yeah. Right? The, the, the Allen Iversons.
1: Pair. All those shoes are the slowly Iversons, coming yeah. back. Yeah. You know, and I remember that too. I used to have a friend of mine that, that, when I was a young kid, he was big into sneakers. And he's the one that kind of introduced me to sneaker culture. His name was Frank Benavides from Eagle Pass. He was my cross the street neighbor back when breakdancing was cool and we wore right, windpants. Yeah. Um and he he's the one that told me, Hey, you can get this East Bay magazine. And I'm like, What are you talking about? Oh, the so sneakers. I signed up for it, man, yeah. and my, my mom would be like, Yes, it's the mugrero. Why am I getting this mugrero, right? <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's East Bay and you would see all the the shoes that are coming out. Yeah,
2: I, I wish the East Bay would have been like uh that uh, CD collection where you give twelve for oh, yeah 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 I remember I used I to never have paid them, but, oh, King Griffey's King
0: Griffey's G- yeah. just came I had some Griffey's and then um, I also had some David Robinsons yes and they, they strapped up to the yep. ankle yep. or here yep. David um, Robinsons garbage boy. Oh, boy. who remembers David the pumps David that used to oh pumps, came out of the pumps? yeah they came or back out. yeah but man you know the crazy part man those things blew up yeah they're
2: they're like a 200 something oh I mean, man you get the hell out I ain't gonna buy no rebound. back in the, the day
0: no still oh, right still. now they're trying to they're come out like if specific. they're remember they had little uh, cartridges you put air it was a CO2 exactly. or yeah. something like that you put it in there well
1: the first one was just regular yeah, little just a pump, pump just right Yeah, that looks and sh- sh- my dad bought me some I don't even know did you jump higher no, no. I <laughs> didn't jump higher no, what actually happened what actually happened Junior over pumped it and it oh, oh. Popped. <laughs> it exploded yeah, it popped, so yeah. you would go and you would hear Keep going! No, <laughs> he's not getting tight. So <laughs> right. I couldn't tell my dad that I busted it because he's gonna yeah, get mad. But I yeah, know,
0: right? That was my first. So it like Dominic Wilkins had yeah, the right, had my those first yeah.
1: Reebok air pump. I was so excited about it. I
0: bet, man. I remember uh, the Shack had some Shack had the some air Shaq-nosis ones too. Yeah, from Reebok. And then he, then he started his own shoe line. Then he yeah. started
1: his own shoe line and went to Walmart.
2: But he said
0: he did <laughs> because he wanted to help blow. Yeah, of income. course. What well, St- what is Stefan Marberry did the same Marbury thing? Right? Did that same yeah, thing he that. did Remember the that same brand thing yeah, that brand. Yeah, Starberry, Starberry I think it was but Starberry.
1: it was like Steven and Murphy's or it was some Something. some some outlet store that yeah. was all Starberry stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Stefan did the same thing. And that yeah. was good, man, because I think in that time times were tough. Right. Eighties and I
4: eight
0: or late eighties was a tough time for America. Right. Now what what is your favorite pair of shoe right now? My favorite
4: pair Yeah. Anything Travis Scott.
0: Anything yeah. Travis Scott. It's like that. Like Cactus Jack. Yep. See, I'm not hip like that. So. <laughs> See, I'm more. <wearing> <laughs> I mean, they the color. The color schemes are awesome the on the brown kids.
2: yes like, have you seen them no, I mean, yeah, yeah no i have, know I mean, they have any gone. Gone. You, you
0: had some. you showed me already your if you'd have came yesterday, you would have came no, yesterday i don't, I don't have no travis you would have uh, saw him wearing. oh you have cats as jack something <laughs> oh the the sixes yeah i do oh, <laughs> it, but yeah, so yeah. they are the brown ones yesterday right. he
1: had the high og mochas travis scott's on yesterday oh, yeah. wow yeah
0: now what is it about travis scott that i
2: don't it to me doesn't matter i think just the look itself that reverse
0: swoosh it just changed. If you change at,
2: a, if you change the name
0: to well, it, Rodman right. had a reverse switch. I had some Rodmans. They had a reverse one. I hate
2: yeah, hey. man. It you it just
0: Rodman do the worm. I, I just uh, didn't really care. You about know about him wearing
2: dresses, it, but and it's
1: shit. just like you said. It's just Rodman, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. He's just I think different the, wrong player. I, I think the thing with Travis is just you know.
2: Easy, <laughs> boy,
1: just, easy, easy, baby. What's up? Pull up a chair. Pull up.
2: chair.
0: Mr. Eazy is the finally comes in? up. Well, we were talking about, um, I think we were talking about. Travis Scott. Famous, yeah, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. What makes yeah. it so important. And what, yeah, what makes it so important. Man, he just, you know,
1: he was just, he brought a different, I think from my perspective, he brought a different energy to the rap scene. Yes. And, uh, you know, Nike's always looking for that home run hitter. Um, obviously, he was partnered up with Mr. Kanye. So they, they knew that some special was going to happen. I think Nike needed a home run. Yeah. And they signed him. And uh his music, his culture, you know, unfortunately what happened um, is yeah, unfortunate for the guy right. and the career, you know, you never wish that on anyone, but you know, he is just an influencer to to the game, right? right. To to the to the culture, to the music and anything that guy puts out, man, it's just it's gone. It's like cool. if you yeah. don't get it. It's over. And wow. so, you know, we're all waiting for these low mochas that are going to drop today. Up, yeah. Obviously, we're checking our phones. <laughs> checking the phones, um, right? <laughs> you, know, you know, because that that shoe will do amazing. Just and, and the demand has even gone further up because, you know, they, they were really schizophrenic for like six months with shoes. Yeah. yeah. You know, we had an early pair of, of the uh, Air Max ones that, you know, he's a big Travis Scott fan. As you can see, he's wearing a hat. But, um, you know, he kept it in his collection. Um, and I got it. I got it the day before. The tragedy stuff happened in, in, in the concert and you know we, we kept it under wraps for many, many 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 months um but that shoe got delayed for i don't even know how many months and and then finally came out a month ago maybe yeah, yeah. and i mean it, it's all gone and sold and and so he's doing it again and so you know it, it's just i think he just introduced something totally different right? it's, it's kind of like you talked about pachuco style right it was in that era it was something different unique i think when he came he added a twist to what was already there and the kids just gravitated to it. That's yeah, all it was.
0: You, do you think um, he has an influence as far as because it's a Houston style maybe? Or you, you know, does Houston... Because he's from Houston, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so do you think he puts some kind of... A Houston twist to it's
2: it. Kylie Jenner. That
0: people. Kylie
1: Jenner. My wife said that. Kylie Jenner. My wife said it. Chino said he said he, he 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 got with Kylie for the yeah for the up. get some lipstick. Well, inside I me. Mean, sure. will, will I say that that him dating a celebrity of that or a, a person of that status that's didn't that help? It absolutely helped. Of course, yeah. um yeah. but I think deep inside, from what I gather from the guy, and you know, I, I look at it, you know, a coin always has two sides, right? Um, Media is always gonna present to you what they think is their side, but I think. Yeah as humans, you know, we should be respectful and look at the other side of the token too. And so when I look at the man and what he does, not just for his city, but for his fans and everything, I mean, I think he's generally just a humble dude. Um, and I think the industry needed a little bit of humility and humbleness in yeah. that era. And I think oh, that's wow. what he brought. And I think that's where these kids really gravitate to him a whole lot. Well, that's awesome. Uh, because yeah. he's just a cool dude. I mean, you'll see the guy pull up to a Seven Eleven and take his shoes off and give them to a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who does that? Right. He yeah. does that. Pulls up to a 7-Eleven and and buys people things, right? So, I think he just genuinely cares, you know. And so, yeah. I, I, I think these young kids, you know, they they just saw that as something that was
2: that they wanted. I think to that's follow. why I love Shaq because he does the same thing, man. And, you know, yeah. he's been doing it for years. Yeah. He, right. he he's at Walmart and he sees a kid and he's like, mean, buys him a buy bike, buys him a right? bike." It's, it's, it, it's humbleness, man. It's, yeah, it's
1: the humble part of 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 the. Of the people that I think make them who they are, you know, yeah. Shaq is amazing and Shaq has done a lot of good for the world. I think this young man is doing the same, was doing yeah. the same. it's just, yeah. it was an unfortunate situation what happened and, and we'll see where that ends up.
0: Oh yeah, no, definitely. It was unfortunate. You know, you know, we want to say, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out Don't to those times. and everyone that yes, was involved. It's not absolutely. just, you know, there's so many, uh, aspects to that yeah. too that yes. you have to yeah. think about. There's a um, lot. But I know, I know your ear is on to the street. You know, what do you think's next? What's the next brand that's coming out? The next rapper that's bringing out something out that maybe I need to start putting <laughs> some money into and investing in little stock market kind of tip. You stock know,
4: market.
0: you know, it's illegal, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wait, first of all, of see, trading, this is not—we are not professional traders, so yeah, do okay, not okay. take advice from the Back of the House <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
4: You know, for now, you know, I think for the most part, I think it's just stage Travis Scott because, you know, for him, the reason why he's blown up so much is because he has basically... Um, what's the word? He's basically transitioned with the times. So basically getting that sneaker deal, right? Basically helped him to create, you know, clothing. Just, just way more than outside of his music career. So, you know, I would say anybody who can have... That same impact, I haven't seen anybody here recently. But, you know, at first, you know, it was Shaq. First, it was Kanye, and then now it's transitioning to Travis Scott. Sure, but, you know, anybody who can keep the impact with the youth and keep that connection, which is, you know, what he does, right, keeps that connection with his fans. With the youth, right, transitioning along with them as the years go by, you're, you're going you're gonna to have a solid fan base. You're going to have people that are loyal to you. You're going to have people that buy your product, which is, you know, he just builds more and more and more. You right.
2: Know? Wow. So, so are you a shoe wearer or a, you? you I I shoes?
4: wear my shoes. Oh, right. I wear my shoes. You know, every everything that I everything that I get, I want to wear it. Now, so much for him. man. Yeah, I'm, 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 right? yeah, i get in trouble all the time because. But yeah, know cool you know, I see a sneaker and I appreciate it and I want to wear it. You know. Yeah, I, I saw his wave runners yeah. OGs. I was
1: like, man, these things are beat. Like right. he, t- he took him to TCU and put a beating on him. I'm like. What is wrong with you, bro? I don't, you don't. My pair is older than his pair, and his pair looks worse than mine. I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with this guy,
2: man? I don't appreciate people. They, I mean, god dang, because I gave away two pairs, right? I gave one to my, I guess my godfather's son. He was starting senior year, and he had my waiver I hadn't worn them, motherfuckers. And then this was like, hey man, can I can I borrow some shoes? So man, what do you mean borrow? <laughs> and he's like, man, I just went wearing for the first day, just kind of show. Off. I was like. <laughs> I'm always like, let him not borrow it. He's your, <laughs> the guy, guy, no. your daughter's no. godson or whatever. And I'm like, what, am I supposed to get these back? Or and he's like, hey, I'll, I, just first day and I'll give them back. Man, this has been over a year now. And this motherfucker hadn't brought them back. So I was like, I don't even want to see him because, man, the way he, I know he treats his shoes. I'm like, man, I'm going to have a heart attack if I see my shoes beat up. So I, was like, no, I gave it to him so they're beat up, man. I'm like, just. Keep them, just keep them, put them yeah. as a write
0: off. Yeah, yeah, tax write off. There you go.
2: But then I'm missing two pairs of sneakers. I, I'm missing two two Yeezys, man. I keep asking my wife what you doing. Did you sell yeah, them? Because if you sold them, let me know. Hey, you should put them on StockX, your <laughs> favorite, your favorite <laughs> <laughs> platform. Right. Because I'm on I don't eBay, right there. EBay. No, hell, no. I hate eBay and StockX. <laughs> okay, you I should probably just
1: sold them locally.
2: Right? Yeah. No, where my son's Facebook damn market or where just my them. I was like, because I said, man, did y'all take them? No, I mean I have look every piece of. Inch of my house, man, attic, garage, my storage in the back, underneath the But bed. who wears
3: a
0: size six? Shoe
2: size six.
3: <laughs> yeah. Six and a half. Oh, sorry oh, about yeah. that. Exactly. <laughs> it was Get a it Six and right. Six and a half wide. Six, <laughs> and,
2: three <quid>. six <laughs> and three quarters. <laughs> I got, got, a, I got a lot of shoes on. for him, man. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> so, so I'm looking. <laughs> <Is> that one. <why? laughs> Made like a Coke bottle. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm like. I'm like, man. I'm looking on. I'm looking on every damn uh, uh, forum on Facebook. You be better not be selling them, because if I see them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go
3: they're punch at them the in the Salvation face. Army just chilling <laughs> on the top rack, four fifty. <laughs> they're, they're, they're probably they're
1: uh, probably HL. at a at a at a thrift store behind a glass case yeah. next and to it's the it's a silent auction. Yeah, yeah next to those. the the saw. <laughs> you
0: know, because it's like they got <laughs> random things in the back. <laughs> yeah. next, cause cause the I told my wife, I was like, if I
2: if I die, don't sell these for because she's like I'm going to sell all your shoes for like $100 but like, well, what you know I'll pay 200 for it. she's like well how much you be spending I was like man oh man $100 but never mind they, 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 they sell for more I think I found them <laughs> make sure you say <laughs> yeah. vaya con Dios
3: after you say hello. <laughs> 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 so
2: she's funny man because she's always, talk- always talking about it. So man she's going to sell my shit for nuts no. yeah that's why
3: you're nice to her right yeah of course
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure if I ever get divorced I'm taking my shoes first right. and, what are you doing oh you know I'm selling. dude I'm I'm I've sorry. seen some
1: really bad stuff on that <laughs> That is legit, for real. Yeah. Yeah, that's I what I was seen, about to ask. Yeah, I've like, seen some posts, you know, because when you're in this game, you have to follow a lot of people, and right. a lot of people yeah. follow a lot of other people, and eventually something comes through your feed, and I've seen some ladies do some really cool stuff to shoes. I meant not cool, bad, oh, but... Oh, I thought
3: you meant, like, there was some, cruel, like... You know, like, women, you know, they, you know, like, whenever they find their cheating husbands, they sell tools and shit? Yeah, like, for an I bet you it's the same <laughs> with shoes, right? <laughs> yes. have, have you got anything like that? Well, I saw one the other day. There's a local
1: group here in, in San Angelo... And there was a, a pair of pretty rare Jordan 12s online listed for 120 bucks. And that doesn't sound normal. Uh-huh. And and there was a mention there about, um, my husband, hey, it was some sort of that. effect. Yeah. I was like, Oh, something's getting back. But I've seen posts Big where ladies, issues. ladies sell <laughs> shoes for $50 or ladies cut shoes or ladies. I saw mm-hmm. a lady put a pile of shoes and set them on fire oh, yeah. and send the video. And I'm like, wow. You know, I'm fortunate. My, my it's wife, crazy. my wife just tells me to stop buying shoes. Yeah. Um, you know, she would never burn. Well, you him. really
3: can't, right? I mean, you just gotta- No, you
1: can't, man. It's- yeah. issues, no, it's one a problem for you, you know, and, right? And for someone like me, you know, I'm a very over-extremist, you know, when I go in on something, I go crazy. I, like, I fish, and my wife's like, why do you have 30 fishing poles? I'm like, because this fishing pole here does swim baits, this fishing pole does baits. <laughs> this fishing pole does jigs. This fish- I mean, every pole has a thing, and she's like, but you have one hand, two hands. I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. Because when I need Every when day. I see a fish and it doesn't hit my jig, I put that away and I throw another
3: one. But everything with me is excessive. So it got but, hot right here for a second. I oh, don't know. She's looking at us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: looking at I'm gonna have my, my my behind she's you. Like, oh. she's gonna throw something at me. But um. but you know now. But but the shoot thing. Yeah. I mean that that became an obsessive compulsion for me, um, because I I thought that one day I would have a store. Um, even though I thought it would, it would happen, I never really thought it was gonna happen. So but when it did happen we had p- plenty of pairs but you never stop buying shoes i mean if you're passionate about whatever it is whether it's hunting or or collecting sports cars or cars or old car whatever it is that you collect hot wheels hot whatever it is right some people collect pokemon cars some people collect funko pops that go for hundreds of dollars you know that caused all over there people collect those and those go for yeah. thousands you know it's just your passion and your, and your thing, you know, like the golfer, right? The golfer, before he gets on the golf course, already spent a thousand dollars on golf clubs and he's still going to shank the ball yeah. yep. because he's not a pro and he goes and spends 50 to 60 bucks on a dozen balls, a dozen box of balls. And he's still going to hit them on the lake. Right. So yeah. it's just like everything. It's, it's, this is just like any other thing. Now it's helped me. I will say this owning a store has helped me really buy what I want and not buy everything. I used to be a guy that every shoe that came out a size 12 came in, All right, So no matter what the shoe was, it was always a size 12 because that's what I wear. And it was a Yeezy size 13 because I wear 13 on Yeezy. So if if I ever got anything on the wall, I would always get my size. But opening the store has made me realize that, you know, man, I'll never, I'll never end up, I'll have so many shoes I'll never wear. Exact. I went through my closet this last time and brought some pairs that people bought for me. That were on in my collection, you know, not in the store. I, I, people ask me, I'm a size 12. What do you got? I got this. I got this. I'll buy that from you. And we sold some because I'm never gonna wear them. Obviously, I'm not gonna sell the Travis Scotts because those are claimed for, <laughs> um, You know, off white stuff we have of the original 10 collection. We probably won't 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 sell because you know, rest in peace, Virgil Abloh. Uh, but other things like I brought some Jordan ones. I brought some Jordan fours. Uh, you know, SB Dunk, stuff like that. You know, you sell, but yeah, it's just obsessive if you have an obsessive compulsive personality like me yeah. um you know you might want to be careful with shoes yeah
3: and and, and as San angel starts to i'm going to say this i don't know really about urbanized i guess San angelo mm-hmm. starts to urbanized, get a little bit yeah. more you know more city-ish yeah. you know because we are a third world country in its own you know we <laughs> san angelo always gets the, the last of everything right so, uh, whenever this shoe game grows, I mean, how how are you seeing San Angelo kind of adapt with this with this game? You know, as long as you've been in the shoe, so, as long as the store's been open.
1: So, let me you know when I when I first started the store like, when we first started the store as a family last year in September, um, I drew up a plan. I were I drew up a worst case scenario plan, which is very dramatic. I'm very dramatic. I'm a numbers guy, but I always plan worse. And I I drew a best case plan, and within three weeks, our best case plan was blown five times. Wow. So which really surprised me, me not being from here, me not knowing, I mean not being here anymore for for a long time, me not being in the in the community and 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 seeing the demand that there was from people and people knowing what she's were Right. Uh really told me in 3 weeks. I remember we were driving my wife and I were driving back home. He was in college in Fort Worth at TCU. And we were driving back home and she goes, or back to our place where we stay. And she goes, what do you think? I said, I said, this is a real business. And there is demand in San Angelo for this. Right. Um, then I got a little sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your I was like, yeah, this the is reality. <laughs> swell, yeah. and, and now how do you supply, right, the, yeah. the, the hunger? And thank, thanks to God, you know, God always first. Glory, all, all glory to God. We're here because of him. He's always provided to us. And uh, we've been able to provide to the community. The community is catching on. Yeah. To answer your question very specifically, there are some things, and I'm I'm glad you bring that up. Um, San Angelo is a great place. We love to be in San Angelo, but you're right. It's a little bit slower. Uh, the things that hit here now are already hit in the big city. Right. Yeah. You're three months to six months. Sometimes behind. even a year. Yeah. Right? Uh, foam runners for us. You know, we got some foam runners a while back. They sat here for about 45 days. People were like, ah, it's disgusting. Parece un croc. They said, los papas en español. Parece un croc, mijo. Huerto compró un croc ahí en el mall, valen $20, you know, wherever. Uh, they're $20, dollars the crocs. Well, this one's uh, $100. Bucks. Why would I buy that? Now, there's not one single foam runner in the room Right. Because people are they're Catching. adapting faster. Yeah. Because they have access to it. So, like you were asking me earlier, you know, what are my top sellers, man? Anything, Kanye. It does not sit here very long. It, it was the other way around. When I first opened, it was Jordan's. Jordan 1's, Retro yep. Jordans. They were just flying, 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 flying. Yeezys actually sat in a corner. We had a whole stack of them. Um, it would not move, and my wife calls me one day because I had to go back to Austin. And she goes, don't bring any more Yeezys because they're not selling. Okay, cool. I don't bring any more Yeezys. Just bring more Retros. Well, in one month, we sold every single Yeezy we had, and we needed more Yeezys. And so we kind of fell behind for a little bit because I had stopped buying them. Um, but now if I buy them they might make it to the wall they might not and what's happening is you know we post all our stuff on social media so we're on TikTok, we're not on TikTok yet we're fixing to do it we're on IG we're on Facebook and we're on Snapchat and depending on the demographic and depending on the person in San Angelo we also notice they gravitate to one or the other Yeah. Uh, the younger kids gravitate to Snapchat the older folks the older people Facebook. gravitate to Facebook Yeah. Um, IG is kind of still
5: uh, maybe touching
1: so, Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Right. And the bigger cities IG is number one yeah. Nobody does Facebook. I already forgot about it. Uh, Snapchat is done at a different, completely different level than this. And TikTok is also different. Uh, but we'll post them there and people will call not call the store. They'll come to the store and be like, hey, I want that shoe. I want to prepay for it. So by the time the shoe has ever made it to the Sorry, store, it's already gone. It's already gone. And that's what's been, to your point, right? Early on, that was not the case. The Yeezys, some things would sit. Now, People are catching on. They're figuring out if I want the shoe, I better get it. Because I tell them, you know, if it's here, it's here. And then it's gone. Oh, it's man. gone. You know, once, so. it, once it's gone, it's over. Um, but they're they're adopting. They're adapting fast. We're adapting with them. Um, you know, bestseller is Yeezy. Second bestseller is Dunks. The third bestseller is going to probably be a Jordan brand.
0: You know, back in the day, um, us being so far remote from, you know, especially interstates and yeah. other cities, uh, having a supply chain come here to San Angelo or supplies or distribution to San Angelo, West Texas was hard. Have you found that the issue also in this shoe game at this time and age?
1: Yeah. uh, Our shoes most of the time don't get delivered here for a reason. Um, So our shoes get delivered in in Austin. We have a place over there where shoes come in to avoid some of the supply chain issues and the delivery of, you know, if I order a shoe to the shop here, it can take 10 days for that shoe to get here. Yeah. Where if I send it to uh, Austin, it gets there in two to three days. So we mitigate that that way. Um, there is a supply and, issue, supply and demand issue just because of the whole pandemic thing. Of course, yeah. Is it affecting us? Um, it did for a little bit. I think now it's kind of leveled off. Um, I think one of the problems was that a lot of the stock that was not released because of the pandemic that was stuck on a ship is now all back. And they're not releasing in spurts. So, so we're catching up again um but you know we purposely don't ship here because we know that it's it's always a little bit harder to get it here yeah and my customer wants it fast Great. so you know what I what we end up doing is stock goes to a bigger city and it's our place and then we bring the stock back here yes. my son and I just got here this Saturday with about 35 pairs that we had you know piled up for a couple of days and then wow. we deliver them and then I stay here a week or two, and
0: then I go back and bring more. So how many uh, pairs of shoes do you think you have right now in the store? This wall has
1: 97, I believe, pairs on the wall. So originally the plan was to have an extra two more boards that went all the way to the back and all the way to the front. But we said, no, it looks kind of too much. Too much, yeah. So we pulled two boards off, and I think there's 30-something pairs per board. But there's a couple more pairs in the back, so we always have reserve stock in the back. Correct. So some of these pairs have multiples. Um, some of these pairs don't have multiples, depending on what it is. Um, but there's always a little, little side that we have back there where it has things that, as we sell, we, we put something back in the wall. So at, there, at any given time, I think there's about 90 something pairs on the wall, um, and then there's there's some more stock that we have that we, we can pull from. But yeah, I mean, and, and mostly what's there is what's current and what's hype. Um, you know, what's 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 dropped in the last, I would say, two and a half months after that we move on to the next release and the next release the because everybody wants the latest greatest. Every now and then we get a customer that wants a very unique shoe um, and we've done that we go find it and we'll get it for them.
0: So do you have the different sizes already in the back or it just kind of depends on So it all
1: depends on the shoe and the silhouette. Yeah. Um, Some shoes we get multiple sizes on, some shoes we get a couple of sizes on, some shoes we get one size of Um, and the ones that you get one size of is because Maybe they only drop ten thousand pairs for the world. Right. Yeah. So that's wow. that's the game of this of this game, right? So like SB Dunks was what I'm wearing. Um, these only go to skate shops. Oh, okay. So you can't buy these anywhere other than a skate shop. Wow. And yeah. they only drop maybe fifteen thousand pairs worldwide. Wow. Right. So to have an SB Dunk, that's it's yeah, not, it's not special. easy. Um, Travis Scott, right? Um, he doesn't drop many many pairs either. He might drop, you know, last drop he did, he dropped I think. 40,000 of brown tra- I mean, he, he, a total of stock from, from kids to everything was about 100,000 worldwide I mean there's millions of people wanting a shoe so and those and those types we try to get the sizes and we have you know we know what sizes are going to do the best here at the store not every size in the store does
3: does well but we know the ones that do and we go for those and we bring those into the store like it is certainly crazy like whenever I look at these shoes I know that I have not near been educated you know on shoes at all like whenever victor told me hey man there's this guy's got all these shoes i was like say what like we got something like that in angelo now i was like that's that is awesome and then 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 i started looking into this stuff and i'm yeah. like holy crap like there's just a whole nother there's like a whole nother genre of of yeah. the way to make money a whole nother way to like do things you know uh, never thought about you know people are repurposing shoes like they're just getting them from Salvation Army, you know, repairing them, selling them for, you know, mm-hmm. you know it, it's just been nuts what I've been kind of seeing, and, and whenever I kind of dive into things, I just kind of go into this wormhole of things, yeah. and and uh, like, do you like do you just go in and just buy shoes? Are you like actively looking at every shoe, purchasing shoes, anything like that? Yeah.
1: So everything that drops in the store is kind of a family effort: um, son, wife, me. Um, we, we know kind of what shoes are are going to do numbers yeah and what shoes are not going to do numbers but it's like a stock sometimes your prediction on one shoe totally flops on you right and you have those but that's just part of business yeah but if you can get you know if, if there's 10 drops and you get six right then you're okay yeah. um you can take a loss on the other ones but uh you know, like like right now these guys are on their phones entering a raffle, that shoe's gonna do numbers, right? That shoe's gonna be a thousand dollar plus shoe. Now the stock is gonna be pretty limited on it, so if you get it, it's like you won the lottery. Um, but if you're a guy that doesn't wear it, you can sell it and make a lot of money. Right, and, uh, and, uh, and been, yeah, yeah, and and I even Just been, look at the market. Yeah. So how do I do it? I got special tools, you know, I was telling him earlier, I, I got into this, I don't know, long time ago. And, uh, you know, I'm my, 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 my trade is, I work in IT. Um, so I'm an IT guy. And uh, we start using IT to benefit us t- to figure out, you know, what shoes are dropping, when are they dropping, how many are they dropping. And the the, the key to this is how many pairs are going to be worldwide, and that kind of dictates what shoe you go for. Mm-hmm. We don't go for every shoe. We go for the shoes that we know are limited, right, because that's where the hype is at, public hype is the limited run. So, yeah, it, it is a full-time job that I do at night after my real job, Um and then I've got my son when he when he's not in school helping me, and my wife helps us. So yeah, because
3: I hear it's even gotten to the point where people are, have like robots that are just constantly bidding for these shoes, right? You, and, or am I mistaken? No. So, like, so oh, no, it's not on no, 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 there, there, there is no,
1: no secret. Nah, nah, it's, a it's, a it's been game. known. <laughs> there's no secret. So there's no secrets here to this. Um, that's how I get my shoes. Yeah. Um, I, everybody that comes in here asking me how do you get your shoes? I bought for them. Yeah. So I bought Nike. I bought all those sites. I get my, my shoes uh, from them.
3: That's part of my educational that I went through. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and, but that
1: in itself is a is a work is a, is a specialized trait. Just like if you want to be a musician, if you want to be a, a artist of you know paintings or you know whatever it is, it's a trait. And while it while the software makes it simple for you to get shoes, there's a whole another part of it that you either know how to do it or you don't know how to do it. And you can learn. My advantage is that I know what they're trying to do to keep me out because my job is to and I don't do anything illegal so for the record there's nothing illegal here. And so it's always a cat and mouse game. So, you know, that's how how I get the pairs is is getting that and then I know that they're real, right? Cuz they're coming from the source versus from a third party. We don't buy anything in the store for the fact that You know, nine times out of 10, if somebody buys a shoe and the shoe is worth 400 bucks, they're going to want 400 bucks. Well, I can't sell that at the store because I can't mark that shoe up because it's already at its market peak value. It's like, it's like cars, right? Right now, cars are all inflated. And so all cars are at that price, but eventually cars will go down or whatever. It's like the housing market. Same thing with shoes, right? I mean, when somebody brings me something, it's like somebody tries to trade a car or trade something. They're like, well, I want 30,000. We're like, well, your car's only worth 10,000. But to me, it's worth thirty thousand. Well, I'm gonna give you ten. It's the same thing with shoes. They come in and say, "Well, I got the shoe and I want a thousand bucks." I'm like, "I get it. You can sell it for a thousand bucks. You just can't sell it to me." Hey, yeah, a thousand bucks. Go go
2: find your seller. I mean, yeah. go yeah. find yeah. somebody
1: yeah. that that's gonna pay a thousand bucks, and that's okay. All right. And, and so we do that. So we don't do any trades here for that same reason because that happens as well. They're like, "Hey, I've got this SB Dunk. Market says it's three hundred bucks." For an example, I want three hundred bucks store credit. I'm like. But yeah. where where do I make money, right? Because then I yeah, can turn that's around. That's resale. Sort of, yeah, yeah, I gotta sell it for three ten, three twenty. Yeah. People are make like, anything. Yeah, yeah I you I can get anything. those brand new for right. three hundred dollars. So so we built the business. We there's two ways to run these businesses. There's only two ways to do it. One way is the way we've done it is getting our own shoes, sourcing our own shoes. The other way we have some friends that do this um, in Austin. Shout out to all of them, and they buy resale. So they go to these sneaker shows and buy pairs at a resale price and then they put their margin on it i've i was never in, into that game just because i didn't have to get there mm-hmm. um if i do buy something from somebody at a resale price nine times out of ten they're giving me pretty close to retail right um and that's just because you build friendships and relationships and you can help them out and they can help you out yeah. that's what this game is about but ninety nine point nine percent of the shoe that you see there it's J.R. waking up at five in the morning um, <laughs> on a Saturday um, and botting till noon. Wow to try to get as many pairs as I can.
3: Now here's just a question. I, I just watched a documentary of Cartoon. He just came out and signed something with Nike not uh-huh. too long ago. Mr. Cartoon? How, yeah. yeah. How do you see those like man he had some
2: you. awesome shoes back yeah. from like two thousand six, seven when he came out. Uh-huh. They had a two two pairs of shoes, man. They right now they're like twelve hundred bucks. Really? Air Force Ones. Yeah. And uh since well, they then, came out. He came out.
3: Some. They also came out with a Cortez shoe. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, his,
2: his original shoe, Mr. Cartoon, had Air Force Ones. Really? Yeah. And they're amazing looking. Yeah.
3: Man. They had like pinstraps and
2: stuff. Uh huh. They were brown, and then they had some blue ones, LA ones. Uh huh. That man, they're amazing, dude. But I never got my hands. Yeah, on.
3: these ones were pretty neat that I saw that were that on this documentary that I was watching on the about, Cortez, about yeah, the Cortez. About the Cortez. And I was like, holy crap, dude! I mean, he's, he was into everything, but I didn't know that he also was in the shoe game for a little bit though, yeah. too. So there,
2: he was just been well known. The cool yeah,
3: trail. true. Yeah. You, you know, shoes like that are always a hit or miss. You know, it,
1: it all depends on the um, the demand and the people that know the collaborator. Yeah. Right. It, it it all boils down to who you know. You know, there's been a lot of collaborations. You know, Jerry Lorenzo, the guy that does Fear God, does clothing. He did several shoes with Nike, but they didn't do what they thought they were gonna do.
2: He just they were just weird. though. Jerry Lorenzo <laughs> is
1: but Jerry Lorenzo is different, right? He just does different his style is different and then there was there was time there was a time that he went to adidas and they were supposed to do stuff and nothing ever happened you know mm-hmm. Sean Weatherspoon was another guy that made an amazing shoe for Nike did amazing numbers and then
2: I, I love that uh, was it 97 yeah we had one here mm-hmm. about a month ago did
1: you? and we sold it uh, we sold it about a month ago um I love that killer scheme yeah
2: and we and, see what it's awesome that y'all have them here because now like I'm like when I first originally came in here you had the Travis Scott's. Mm-hmm. And at that time, man, picture did no justice to it. Right. So I said, man, I missed out because the pictures never did anything. Mm-hmm. I could have bought some and then when I saw them in hand here. you didn't have my size, but yeah. man, I wish I would have bought them. Yeah. So, you know, it's awesome to have a store like this that now you can either see them or buy them here that you yep. have them because I was telling him that the prices he has set here are better, way better than fucking stockings. I hate stockings. The middleman is just raping you
0: on fees versus
2: you just buying it from the seller here but
0: i think the important thing too is like a lot of people depend on getting their shoes at foot locker foot action whatever you know at the mall but they don't have a big selection of like fashionable things that are going on right now and in my opinion because when i go in there i'm like i don't see anything i like at all that's yeah, everybody's blames it in the
2: supply chain, right? Of course. But because I think, now you I think, go to Foot Locker and it's like a whole wall of one pair of shoes. You're like, well, where's yeah. the rest? They're like, oh, that's all we have right now. I'm like, are you serious? Right. So it, it's it's kind of. But subtle. I mean,
0: you look here, I mean, there's so many different selections, different styles, something for everyone that has maybe a certain color that they want in mind yeah, yeah. or a certain style, certain anything. And so I think that's that's very impressive, yeah. you know, yeah. having this kind of store like that. Thank yeah, you. That's thank why, you.
4: Yeah. That's why it's called Public Hype, you know? We want to. Show the public what we have to offer, and you know yeah. some things that you might not be able to get at a Foot Locker. And yeah, you might not even be able to get it online. You yeah. know, so it, it's cool. It's cool to see it. It's cool to see the people's reactions.
0: So I know this is this is an amazing store right now. And uh, but what do you foresee? You know, I know you're you're trying to expand more into clothing. We have a little bit of a retro stru- style mm-hmm. clothing uh, area here, and in some. Um, different brands, name brands too, like Bathing Nape. I know, I remember Bathing Nape from back in the day yeah, too, yeah, yeah. but, Early but I mean, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, what other visions or what other things that you think about bringing here to the store?
4: Um, you know, just making sure that we grow the connections, you know, always refreshing the wall, always adding more clothes, whether it be Bape, new brands, right. That's why, you know, we have the Hyde Park, you know, locally in Houston and Austin, you know, just trying to add and bring new things. Whenever the times, you know, go forward, so you know, just making sure we refresh it, make it cool, you know, and make sure we continue to do our job bringing these items here. Hey, are those? Uh, don't mean bother. You would are those the
1: Paul Rodriguez? No, I had those in here uh, yesterday. <laughs> I the, just come on. Yeah, that, the one with, yeah, we were out of here the yesterday. skater. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Paul Rodriguez. So we had the he he made a shoe a couple years back. It was an old one. Uh, is the mexican color flag so yes red. amazing yeah. that's all yeah. i was like Man, yeah. are those them yeah we just we just delivered those to a client actually saturday i, I mm-hmm. we do not open on sunday saturday we delivered to a client um you know to answer your question what we bring you know what we would what love to do is collaborate with local artists that's exactly um, my we, next we, question was. yeah we, we want you know we've invited the guy that painted that sign in the back over there with all those decks yeah uh shout out to Maynard uh you know we 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 wanted to create a sign that was different not your traditional just neon sign or or anything we we went to him and said hey we've got these blank skate decks that are completely blank put your twist on it and we want our name on it and he came up with that when you get a chance get up close to it you'll see a lot of little intricate designs that you really don't see from up here but you know, he made that for us. So we've asked him as well, you know, hey, if you ever want to bring your art into the store, let's
0: bring it in. To exhibit or something. Uh, exhibit.
1: Um, we, we know some other guys that do some sheen- shoe cleaning and restoration. We've set, we've opened our doors to them. You know, we believe that God's given us this opportunity to come here and, and do something for the community. And right. the community mm-hmm. has responded. The, the, the one thing we, we should do is give back and help others. Right. Um, because you never know who's the next come up yeah of course and yeah. blessings you know that that come out of it and so yeah you know if, if anybody we had a guy that was in the military that was starting a clothing brand and i think unfortunately he got stationed somewhere else but we, we had talked to them to bring some of his stuff in, into the store and his pieces were cool and how he designed them were really neat and the story behind it was really cool um but unfortunately he moved so you know i think those are some of the things that we want to we want to add into into the current set that we have today is open right. it up for others you know um my wife and i say you know uh we can all take care of each other san angelo is big enough um, even though it's a small town is it is big enough for everyone and, and we yeah. can help each other out that's that's the move just like you guys are here today helping yeah, it's us about out. the
3: relationships yeah. You know? yeah definitely and that's one thing i always pride about san angelo like coming from San Angelo, i mean we always help out each other like san angelo always helps out san angelo uh, no matter what so I mean, I'm glad that you guys are taking off and doing your thing here. So it's it's been it's been really cool to see. Yeah, it's been cool. It's been cool to be here. It's been cool to meet a lot of people.
1: Like we met him, Chino the other day when he was down here and yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's pretty awesome because me me growing up here in college, I never knew there was this many sneakerheads in San Angelo. Right. There's a lot of OG sneakerheads in San yeah. Angelo. Um, just like there's a lot of new G sneakerheads, there's a yeah. lot of OG sneakerheads that still rock the old traditional stuff. Correct. And that's know, what's cool.
0: I'm sorry. Um, I know uh, there's several new stores now. They're like either slash bar- barbershops yep. slash mm-hmm. stores yep. or slash ta- tattoo places yep. with a shoe store. I mean, what other than that, I mean, what do you think sets yourself apart from not just them, but even from the retail?
1: Simple, man. Um, we built this name and this company on customer service and treating people with respect as humans. That's it. There's no secret to what we do. Uh, you can buy the shirt. You can buy the shoe anywhere. You can buy it anywhere you want. Uh, we build relationships. We build that. We believe that building a relationship with a customer, whether they buy or don't buy, is the most important thing to us. So we pride ourselves on that. Uh, we treat everybody with respect. Um, my wife works here all the time. We acknowledge everyone that walks into this door. Uh, we treat, you know, it's just family to us. And so aside from that, I know I can put all kinds of things in here and, 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 and you know, I could put a million dollars worth of shoes on the wall. But at the end of the day, if I treat my customers like dirt, yeah. Well, I don't respect them. They're not going to ever want to come back. And and so we learned that because we we used to travel to L.A., to New York, to Seattle, um, everywhere, Boston, you, you, all the big ones, you know, Florida. And we see all these stores that these guys are successful at, but their employees don't acknowledge their customer. Correct. You walk in the store and they're busy doing whatever they're doing, and and that's not customer service. You know why why would I buy a shoe from you? Why would I buy anything from anyone if if you don't take the time to at least say hi and acknowledge me. Exactly, yeah. Why?
0: Some right? little simple things about it, it, it. Yeah. To us,
1: is, is back to basics, and it's it's the hardest thing to do uh, because you're gonna have bad days in your life. You're gonna have days that you don't wanna do that. You're gonna have days that people are gonna ask you the same question every single hour on the hour, right? but you have to put a smile on your face and answer it because to them, that's their first question they've asked, regardless of how many times they've asked it to me or asked it to her. And you know that's the hardest part about it. And, and being being in customer service for twenty something plus years, that's the one thing I've learned: is people don't leave a company because somebody else does the work better. They always leave your company because your company didn't treat them right. the way they thought they needed to be treated. Right. And, so, and so, me being in the in the IT world and being in customer service for a long time has trans, transposed into this business, along with my wife. That is just. From day one, we said, you know, what do we want Public Heart to be? A company for the for the people, um, and just
0: treat them with respect. So
1: That's it. I mean, there's no gimmicks in here. There's nothing else other yeah. than that.
0: What a uh, now look! At, you got an amazing building. Your storefronts awesome in in uh, historical downtown San San Angelo. Um, what made you choose this spot? What made you what made it stand out and say, you know what, this is going to be a sneaker heaven <laughs> right next to you know two famous restaurants in San Angelo.
1: So the credit doesn't go to me. I'm a, I'm a typical guy. You know, <laughs> I would have put myself in a cave and made it manly. Uh, the credit goes to my son. He's very creative and my wife. Um, they're the ones that had a vision early on on what the store would look like, whether it was here, whether it was there or somewhere else. Early on, they told me that I was not in charge of of that. And, and, and I said, even though I got a little mad, I said, how are you going to keep me out of the business if I'm the guy that's financing it? Because you suck and I realize that I do suck and so sometimes you gotta you gotta take it on the chin. So the the credit goes to them. They envisioned clean lines and boutique and that's what you see here. You see clean lines, clean, clean lines. lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see this middle section where we're sitting, that's it. You see the register, simple, basic. Um, right. we want the shoes to speak, we want the clothes to speak, we want the, the cause, we want the sign. Everything in here is in a strategic place, not because of me, it's because of them and and that's where the credit goes and and regardless of like i said where we did it this was their vision and this is what they envisioned i didn't get it at first i'm going to be honest with you because to me more is more more is better right um the more shoes i have when i started where i said one day i want to have shoes from the wall from the bottom to the top that doesn't work because as a consumer when you come to the store and you have that many shoes you kind of lose interest pretty quick
5: yeah yeah. Yes. You know, if you ever going to a, a restaurant, restaurant has six pages. Yeah, yeah. You don't want all go, the yeah. go. Want I, I love this place. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's called the the Cheesecake Factory. But their menu is too big. <laughs> yeah. And you always order the same two things. Right. Steak bits and chicken fried steak. <laughs> because I, because by the time I get to the third or fourth page, I'm like, I'm done with this thing. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. And and so she said the same thing. You know, we learned from other stores as, as we went around the U.S. that more not better right it, less is better because you keep your clients focused and they keep focused and 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 not all, not everything sells to be honest with you right, right to your point yeah. so that that's where this came from and what made us be down here man it wasn't me you know it was my wife you know we were at the mall for a while and um there was no way we could ever implement this in the mall this just doesn't work it's more retaily. and so as we were looking at at exiting the mall my wife said hey let's go downtown and see what downtown has to offer and we drove all down that street, which is I think is Chadburn. Chadburn, yeah. And there was nothing but older buildings that needed a lot of work. And at that point, as a numbers guy, all I saw was dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, this will be great. This will be great. I'm like, I can't envision I mean, I get your vision, but I'm envisioning the bank account, right? Um, and she goes, Hey, let's go see where Urban Salt's at. Um, and I said, Okay, well, let's go. So we drive to Urban Salt. They were still building that that, that thing, you know, that restaurant. And we parked right in front of this thing, and it had a for rent sign on the corner window. And she goes, Hey, look, that building's for rent. And we looked in here, she goes, Oh, man, I love it. And I looked in, and I'm like, Oh, shit.
3: <laughs> 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 where my, I didn't tell her that. Yeah. But
1: in my mind, I said, Oh, shit, man. And I looked at I this mean, building, and it was amazing. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was the way you see it right now, except with our stuff. And I said, There's no way in hell that a guy that had just opened a business two months ago can afford this building. Um, and anyways, I, I didn't say nothing because I've, I've learned to shut my mouth. And and that's not one that I was going to disagree because it was a beautiful building. And so we leave and she goes, take a picture of the sign. And I didn't want to. And she goes, I'll take it. And she takes it and texts it to me. So I go back home and she calls me in the middle of the week. She goes, have you called them? And you know how a wife is, right? Yeah. Have you called them? Yeah. No, I haven't called them. I've been too busy. No, you are not been too busy. I just don't want to call them. And I said, screw it. I'm going to call it, you know. What's the worst that can happen? It's too expensive. Yeah. I just can't afford it, right? And uh, I called them and we negotiated pretty quick. Um, our landlords are amazing. Um, I couldn't have asked for anything better. The only rule was please don't drill a hole, right? Because that's an yeah, old floor. True, yeah. Um, and don't set it on fire.
2: Okay easy no those were
1: the two, <laughs> rules. Easy, those easy were the two no. rules they gave me I said and please don't make it a nightclub or a restaurant I said no I sell shoes and, and so that's how it came about man and so it, it was by again uh, the man upstairs led us here because um, we went all over this town I call so many realtors about properties everywhere there's a property on the other side over there by uh, uh, Twin Buttes there's a Jimmy Johns there's an empty building yeah. right next door the guy never called me back I call another local guy about a building over here on this side happened to be that the tattoo, tattoo shop had already committed to it. I'll call some other people that never called me back. And so we did this on our own and, and it was her thing. And so, yeah, that's how this became. And when we saw it, it fit our, it fit her eye. And she, she was already telling me when she was out the window, and hey, we'll do this, and we'll do that, and over oh, here these racks and have these pictures. And I'm like, man, you're way ahead of the game. Like, well, yeah. what the hell, right? But and it's just it, kind
3: of fitting, right? I it mean, fit. It, it's just kind of fitting that you got Urban Salt right next door. Mm-hmm. You got zero one zero one house, And then you just got a lot of things growing. Yogurt right shop here. coming yeah. soon next yeah. door.
1: Uh, you know, and so, yeah, it was it just worked out. And I've learned something, you know, my wife, over the years of marriage, she's always told me, you know, when it's so easy that it's effortless, it's meant to be. Yeah, that's, and that's awesome. really yeah, what happened. That's really, that's really yeah. what happened here. Every, everything that we've ever invested in that has been effortless, that it just happens. Mm-hmm. We've always noticed, you know, it's been a good thing for us. And this was just one of those where I was scared out of my mind because I I, I for sure thought I was like, I can't afford this. Uh, but we ran it back and we ran numbers and we ran numbers compared to where we would be at or where we would go and we're... It made sense. And so here we are. And we love it and they love it. Our landlord said, Yeah, we were praying for you guys is what they said right, when we yeah, met with them. Yeah. We had been praying for you guys. Like, I think this thing was empty for six months. And they're like, We've been praying for somebody to to that's what they envisioned here. The only thing they wanted me to do, um, is they wanted me to it says you should open a coffee shop in here. <laughs> uh I don't know why. And I have a friend back in, in uh in Austin, Texas that his vision was to open a sneaker store and a coffee shop oh well and there my wife go. asked me today she goes man have you talked to him i said no uh i said i have not and actually yeah, you his, haven't had time
5: <laughs> well
1: um he has he has a he has a he has a vision and and i i hate to impede on his vision right. and what's ironic you know and maybe one day i'll approach i'll just toss it over and see what he says kick kick some tires but what's ironic is his, his girlfriend or he's with she's from here Oh, uh, wow. And the guy is from San Francisco, so it crazy. Crazy. It is, yeah. it's crazy. It gives me chills, man. That I know. that that you meet somebody. You know, I never met this guy. I met this guy through through the sneaker culture of of, yeah. of people that you meet in Austin, and uh, we became good friends. Really good guy. And then you know, I told him I open a store in San Andro, and she says "Oh, my girlfriend's from over there." I'm like, wow. oh, "Okay, cool." And and he's he like, "Yeah, I want to open a sneaker shop too, and I want to put a coffee shop in it." And then these guys want a coffee shop, and she's like, "Have you talked to him?" I was like, <laughs> "No, but I will." You know, everything with this time, you know, you don't force it. No, um, yeah. When the time is right, and when and Jr. decides to quit procrastinating, yeah, we may have a maybe we do a collab. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that would man. be different. To your point, what's something different? That would be something different.
0: I know uh, this has been a, an amazing family affair. I think that's probably the most rewarding part. Um, that you've you've told me earlier that you know that that's probably the the thing that really attracts you about this whole business is that it's not just you and your vision. It's your sons, your wives, and it's a whole team effort a family effort that uh that's getting you through this
1: it is man it's been a it's been an awesome thing that we were all able to work together and and build something you know this was not a dream my wife had and and uh, this is not definitely something that she was like i want to sell shoes (laughs) 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 um but bless her heart you know she is an a team player she's a team player she's not an i player and uh she's always supported me in my highs and my lows and so now looking back at what we've done with this and other things, I told you the other day, I was like, it, it's it's surreal, but it's awesome that we're able to kind of do it together. And, and I tell him, you know, the day that I pass, you know, it'll be something that you have. Um, and then the goal is to eventually leave a legacy behind for the grandkids so that when I'm not here, the kids can say, you know, this is what grandma and grandpa gave me behind. And, and I think, you know, that, that's, that's my motivator and my motivation for, the, for this go round. When I was younger, my motivation was how do I make more money? How do I buy more things? How do I buy the latest, greatest car? How do I buy the latest, greatest anything, right? right. Um, as I got older and, and wiser, thanks to my, my, my good wife that has taught me, um, my, my perspective has changed. And, and I tell her, I say, you know, everything we do is, is, is mainly for our kids. But then my job is to teach him to then run this thing to make it even better awesome, and then eventually yeah. one day give that to those grandkids and, and that's, i think that's how legacies are born you know nobody course, gave legacy. me anything um and i never asked for anything so what we've done together is something that you know we want to pass on for generations if it's that that's and awesome. public i will be here until san angelo the national community doesn't want it so far they loved us we have loved them and we've enjoyed it so and it's been amazing
0: that's awesome i know we don't want to take a lot of your time today i know you got I other get, things to do yeah, too sure. but um we appreciate you opening your doors again to us to talking to us i um, giving us a tour of your business oh, and it's an amazing building an amazing stock that you have here you know and we we i know st- speaking for these guys uh, we wish you nothing but success uh, uh, you know for the future
1: no, thank you. Likewise, okay. I I appreciate you guys approaching us. I, I appreciate you guys spending the time to talk to us. Likewise, if there's anything we can do, if if there's anything that we can ever do to help each other out, yeah, um, you let us know and we're here to help. Um, we mean it. We mean it. We mean it yeah. for sure. And and you took time out of your busy schedules and and we appreciate it. So yeah, we're here definitely. for you
0: guys. Um, before we leave, we always end our shows with like a ten question, random ten questions. Right. Switch around. Go so for. my first question for you is, how do you want to be remembered?
1: That's a, that's a good question. How do I want to be remembered? And I, I, I think now, my, my biggest thing now is, is just being a good person. And I work every day to try to be better. I'm not perfect, but that's really it. I Just, just be a good, humble person that treats people with respect. Um, that's it. I, other than that, it don't really matter. Things come and go, riches come and go. Uh, just be a good person, you know, and, and, and help one another out. That's really who I want to be, is a helper uh, of society, a helper of a family. I think that's what the world is missing,
3: is love. And that's really, I just want to be a loving person as much as I can. Number two, so if you did not sell shoes, what would be your next job? What would be my next job? Um, you know,
4: <clears throat> I really like fashion. So, you know, I would Ooh, probably try and man. create yeah. my own little brand, you know, own T-shirts, jackets, yeah. you know, something like that. Because, you know, that's what comes with the sneaker culture. And, you know, yeah, I sure. I would probably do something like that. And, you know, I've had conversations with them, you know, that that would be something I would probably do. But, yeah, if Heck I had yeah. a lot more time invested, probably probably do something like that. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Hell yeah. I Question
3: prefer. number three
2: man what what do you think of the new jordan 3 fire reds coming out man have you looked at them
1: <laughs> yeah I, I have looked at them as a matter of fact if if you right. uh made your way around finish line about a month ago at the mall they had grade school sizes Alrighty, yeah. yep uh what i think about it conic shoe conic colorway it Says nike Air on the back it's a must for the collection so you you trust and believe that i will go for that shoe and there will be a 12 in my collection I want it. And even this kid, you know, my son, he's not a big Jordan 3 guy, but he says, man, that shoe is fire. I said, yeah, it's, you can't go wrong with a Fire Red 3. So I'm all
0: in. Give it to me now. Right. Question number four What skill do you wish you had?
4: What skill do I wish I had? Um, Maybe a little bit more, I would say, confidence, you know, because. Life hits you sometimes, and, you know, there's some moments where it gets a little shout tough, out. right? Shout out, life. And <laughs> shout out, life, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, a little bit more confidence because, you know, life happens, and, you know, you just got to keep going, and, you know, and you got to bet on yourself, and that's something that I've worked on, you know, for a little bit, and betting on myself and, you know, making sure that you just keep going, and, you know, every everything happens for a reason, you know? Well,
0: I could tell you, as a forty-year-old man, <clears throat> uh, we're always working on confidence. Yeah, and you never. I think that that's the thing is that you're always working to become better than you For were sure. yesterday, right? Yeah. So that's that's the yeah that's the goal I think. But you yeah. know, you're young. You got. You, uh, you seem very confident to me, so uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. You, you, you seem very confident. Uh, well, I appreciate sure. You have a business uh, culture behind you, too, yeah. so that's, that's a very confident well, you know, thing I,
4: you I do. always find ways to improve myself, you yeah, know? Yeah, so, that's awesome. And, you know, they always say you're, you're your worst critic. Of course, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, definitely that, for sure. All
0: right, question number
3: five. Yeah, yep. So, I'm always a klutz. When was the last time you fell? and how did it happen
1: (laughs) last time i fell man it's been a long time but the last time that i remember i fell was at my house um
3: (laughs) it's a project
1: it was uh late at night and he was coming down from upstairs i don't know what i was doing and um, you know how you turn off the lights because you kind of know how to step, and I yes. missed the last step coming downstairs, and I busted my rear end. And <laughs> my wife walked outside, and I'm laying on the floor. She goes, "What happened?" I said, "I missed a step." But I think that was two two years ago, maybe around the around the <laughs> pandemic. Uh, I busted my ass really good, and I have not busted my ass ever since because now I don't walk those stairs without the light being on. <laughs> yeah. So the other day, this guy <laughs> this guy was upstairs, and I turned the light on. And I walked up, and I said. Um hey, peace out. I'm going to bed and I turn it. and I was like, "Oh, don't turn the light off." I turned it back on and I walked down and I turn it off because I mean, it hurt. At at 40, um, at that time I was probably 42, 41 and it hurt. So, that yeah, that's the last funny. time, but other than that, I don't think I've fall, fallen off of anything.
4: Yeah.
2: Question number 6. All right. Easy Days upon us, man. What Yeezy's are you going after? Oh man. Easy Day Restart August.
4: You know, I have tried for so many years Easy Day and we, I just have not gotten lucky. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Anything I can get. You know, and there and there was this one time, right? I think it was, when was it? Two years ago. And I had one in cart. And, you know, same thing that always happens to everybody. You, pre- you press, you press, pay so now, and guess what? Just sits there. And then I wait 20 minutes, and I'm like, hey, it's it's not happening. Yeah. But, um you know definitely anything i can get my hands on it's it's tough out there you know oh yeah there's a ton coming out
0: all right question number seven you have a music background so what's the song that gets you pumped motivated or even gets you on the dance floor
1: man that's a tough one Um, i have so many songs that i've played over the years Um, you know I, i i take it back to even before i was a musician i was a young kid you know my mom started a family, uh, my my grandfather was a rancher, and so for me it was, you know, Tragos Amargos Licor. Growing up as a little kid, I had no idea what, what they were singing with Cornelio Reina, but I knew that my grandpa got pumped, and I knew that everybody threw gritos, so hell, I threw gritos too. Um, but yeah, that was, that was, that's my, you know, when I hear that song, it just takes me back to when I was a little kid, not knowing what it was, but... It, it, there's so many but that would be one for sure
0: what's the you play mostly Tejano Conjunto con music um, I play everything everything um, you wouldn't believe this but I started as a
1: metal drummer
0: Oh, don't we don't they all don't, no, doesn't everyone no, no, because no. not an Eagle Pass Texas brother
1: not an Eagle Pass not an Eagle Good. Pass Texas right. we were the only yeah, metal right. band back in the day p- playing Anthrax and Megadeth there you go and then Slayer and all that stuff and I was telling my son the other day we're in junior high and shout out to my homies that are still probably in Eagle Pass I haven't seen them in years but uh we went to a talent show yeah. and we got up there and people were playing like at that time, Billy Ray Cyrus was, was on with achy, breaky hard. <laughs> Come yeah. Up. And people were playing like music, and Brooks, yeah, neon moon and stuff, <laughs> you know, and then people were playing like a junto music. And then there's four Mexican guys. And I was the darkest one on all of them. Right. Uh, most of them were fair skinned, I was the darkest one. always been the darkest one, even in my family, I think. And, uh, we get up there and we start throwing some, anthrax Uh-oh. <laughs> and we're rocking out and we finished the song and i kicked the cymbal stand over <laughs> traditional because you, you were watching mtv back in the day right, right. that's what they did yes. so so we get some. done my friend his name is carlos he just <laughs> rah, distorts the thing i kicked the, the stand we looked around and everybody's like
0: As sangre de Cristo." <laughs>
1: they were like oh dios mio what is going on here these guys are from the devil Bro, you could hear a cricket and a pin drop in that auditorium. See, what hey, no, 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 no. no There was no clapping. The, the counselor goes up, oh, well, that was interesting.
0: It was conjunto.
1: Right? So we get off the stage, and I remember looking at Carlos and my friend Mark. My friend Mark was just kind of like a roadie. He didn't play anything. And we're like, dude, we got to change our career. This sucked. <laughs> and that's when my dad and Joe Garcia Sr. had Los Amigos. Yeah. And that's when I, I swear I met Joey and Jimmy through them, but they had already kind of, they were just learning to play, but I, I was already, I already knew how to play. And I remember I was like, man, I'm quitting this band <laughs> because nobody likes this music. And I remember approaching them. I was like, hey, I want to be the drummer. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And that's when I shifted into Tejano music. But I've played everything. You know, I had a country band in, in Leander, Texas, and it's funny, man. It was a country band with two Mexicans and two white dudes. And it was one of the You're best integrated, dude. But it was one of the best country bands <laughs> yeah. that we had. I mean, it was solid. Wow. I mean, it was an amazing band. Um, I've played that. I've played
0: blues, jazz.
1: I play anything. I don't play metal anymore, just because I think I grew it. But I'll play anything. It doesn't matter to me. Awesome. Man. All right.
3: Question number eight. Do you have a nickname? Do I have a nickname? Yeah, a family nickname. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Shit He's oh he said no. Oh. Everybody I don't know if I want to answer that question. Everybody. <laughs> every, Mexican yeah, every Mexican has a nickname. Every Mexican has <laughs> a nickname. Like, I got an older brother. His name is Pontas. We call him Pantas. Pantas? Yeah. Just yeah. stomachs for days. He's J- big.
1: Jaden has a cool one that I gave him a long time ago. What is it? I mean, don't you, be sad
3: you want to say it? Go for it. <laughs> this is yours, man. This is your question. Yeah, this was yes. before yes. When, he this was is question, when he was in mom's when he was in mom's
1: tummy. I gave him a a, a nickname, and so you got to say what your nickname was, and we call you every now and then.
3: What is it? You gotta <laughs> say it. You gotta ask this question. <laughs> you it's are a good, you're, a good you're one. killing me. You're killing me. Go ahead, just do it. <laughs> just do it.
4: They like to call me sugar bunnies. Sugar bunnies. <laughs> sugar bunnies. <huh? laughs> so when we see when you, we see you, sugar I, I can't tell you why. I can't yeah. tell you why. <laughs> I, 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 really? I, I, yeah. I cannot provide we no leave it. Right. We will leave
3: it at that. <laughs> Our our listeners in Serbia are just waiting. For me. Here, hey, go go to public high. <laughs> go, go to the Facebook public hype <laughs> page and just drop
2: sugar <laughs> bunnies. Come on, guys, let's do this.
3: I'm so sorry, man. That's, let's put a hashtag in front of it. Let's put a hashtag in front of this. man. I had to add. Everybody has a nickname, bud. Everyone has a nickname. That's a good <laughs> that I love thing, it. Man. That's funny. <laughs> that was a
2: good one. All right, question number nine. nine. For being from South Texas, man, who is your favorite football team? <laughs> all right, so growing up,
1: um, professional football team, right? Yeah, NFL. Growing up, man, I was indoctrinated into
2: the Dallas Cowboys. Amen. And,
1: and but wait, but okay. wait, 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 he's
2: he's wait, get better. It's going left. left. I know it's preparing left. you for yeah, this. Yeah. Just okay. prepare. Prepare. This is a up. This is
3: a warm warmup. Then they threw. Then they you threw indoctr- the.
1: Let me what happened. So yes, my all, everybody in South Texas is a Cowboys fan. There is not one person in South Texas that Viva Los Cowboys, right? Prende la vela. Come on. Like Raymond Horta says. we yeah.
4: cowboys, right?
1: But when, when Jerry Jones did what he did to Tom Landry, oh, it really turned me off. And I vowed never to be a Cowboys fan ever again. <laughs> until...
2: Until... it win a Super Bowl.
1: No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not even a Super Bowl until that man is no longer in power. Oh, Ooh. wow. Wow. And so wow. from Yo, that, that day world, forward, yeah. from that day forward, because I was a Boston Red Sox fan
2: since I was a little kid. Oh, shit. Uh, TB12, baby. Never mind. Never mind, So you're a Tampa Bay Goat, Buccaneer. El Goats. So you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer then now. <laughs> no, I'm not a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. I am still. You Mac
1: Jones. No, man. no, no, no. I am a Mac Jones fan. I'm a Patriots fan, and I support Tom Brady because he did what he did. But that's when I fell off, off the Cowboys train, and I think I was disowned. Yeah. At that I'm point. Sure, but I don't sure really you, care yeah, because yeah. guess what? I think that what I don't agree with what Jerry Jones did. I don't agree with Jerry Jones did with, with the uh America's team in the nineties. I think that team had that coach had a lot more in him. Right. And and I just think he thinks that coaching is a business and it is
2: a business to a point, but at one point Well, I think his problem is he wants to be the head coach. Exactly. He wanted when
1: when to, an owner is in the locker room yelling and doing stupid things in my opinion like that, and tries to be a coach and be you know I, I think you need to know your role and you need to be good at what you do which is you're a businessman you've got one of the most expensive franchise markets in in, in the world in everything yeah. the world, yep. you go to you go to california and there's cowboys fans i'm like what in the, what i have a friend yeah he's from guatemala and he's a cowboys
5: fan i'm like, Yo, like you're
1: you are brainwashed from the what the star the star power <laughs> but 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 think about it you know that's that's when i fell off and you know my family Still, still, Cowboys fan. My side, my wife's side of the family, they're not Cowboys fans, so I'm I'm okay
0: there. Um, <laughs> they the Eagles fans, right? No,
1: they're like Washington, Pist- whatever. They're oh called. my God! They're really what do they call the Nationals? The, 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 the Commanders. 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 Yeah. They're Commanders. Yeah. And then some are from, and some some are Texans fans.
0: But <laughs> when did you become a Patriots fan? Oh, it was Is there 90s? In the like, 90s? Okay, well so when that's got, good. I I respect that cuz that's If you're in the بيت so yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, so when when school. Jimmy
1: Johnson left, that was the straw that broke my camel back and yeah, I said okay. I'm, a, I'm, out, right. I'm I'm All right. I respect out. that cuz I, Cause I they didn't I, have no trophies in. Yeah, the Wait, Jerry, dude, yeah. Jimmy
0: Johnson? No, 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 I'm talking about Patriots. Oh, Patriots. No, yeah. Patriots yeah. no, no, no.
1: So when I came in is when Tom Brady was was we replaced Drew Bledsoe.
0: Yeah, yeah, so when they won yeah. the championships well, that's just one. So, just one. so he's been in the he's he didn't jump on like the fourth championship. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I jumped okay, in okay, when yeah. they had. Yeah. yeah, there was nothing there. Yeah, okay, and, yeah. and that's when respect. I respect. And then respect. I
1: and then I vowed that I would never be a Cowboys fan as long as Jerry Jones owned it. And, and I don't. So I don't, there's still a chance. I, I don't. What was so that? There's still, <laughs> there's still so. a chance. <laughs> I don't think so. I know. I, I don't think there's a chance anymore. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think you know. One, I've been to Boston. If you ever been to Boston, it's a beautiful city. Um. I recommend it to anyone. It's it's amazing. There is no freeways in Boston. Yep. Uh, the city is all just everything's underground, and yeah, and it's yeah. amazing. You know I've been to Fenway Park several times. Awesome. And yeah. Love the Red Sox, but uh, fortunately we got to deal with these guys all the time. And so a <laughs> bunch of
5: cheaters. Whoa. Made, yeah,
0: made, yeah.
2: Made, made my coach cheat. No nobody, no but I mean Astros, <laughs> sorry. That's like, just bad. just like the Patriots, bro. What's the difference? There's Astros behind their Super
0: Bowls what, what, are we talking about oh, those oh, so, so you now? Now you respect, want to throw shade on respect, my team. So up. you say respect.
1: Yeah. You
2: <laughs> said respect. Touche. So yeah, I think once, once Jerry
5: Jones
1: left to answer your question, I was yeah. out. I was done. Awesome. Um one year my wife bought me a Cowboys
2: jacket and, and it was worn. for sale. And it was for sale. <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't know why. Because I moved here, you know, soon after the Cowboys probably won their last Super Bowl. And, yeah. and so I didn't want to be a Cowboys fan. And I think she she thought maybe because my, I don't know, maybe my parents, my dad watched football and it was Cowboys and he cheered, drinking a Miller Lite.
5: She bought me a jacket. I think I wore it a handful of
1: times and it's in the closet. I'm actually going to bring it to the store and sell it because it's probably vintage at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly. At this point, yeah, it is. Remember it that is. jacket?
2: That starter jacket? It's
1: brand new, man. I never wore that jacket. I think it. I wore it one time to go I fishing. I wore it one time to go fishing. I said, I hope this thing go, gets wet and it gets all beat up. But it didn't get wet because it <laughs> did rain. It's a fish blood on it. I, yeah, <laughs> fish guts and all kinds of stuff. No, not up. I saw it. No rain, no fish guts. But yeah, it'll be here in the store soon. All so right. if you want a vintage Cowboys jacket, it has some character.
0: All right. Question number 10. What, this final, the final question. Right. What are some words of wisdom that either your parents have given you that really resonate in you? or something that you've heard and that you live by now
4: um, really simple you know you want to do something you got dreams go for it you know don't let anything stop you you know it, it's it's all about drive it's all about the passion you know if you're passionate about something doesn't matter what it takes to get there you know it it's it's really great whenever you're passionate about something and you go through all the challenges and the roadblocks and then you get to you get to see something like this you know you you get to you get to have these conversations with people you get to have more than just a business you know you you just you get to do what you love to do right and all the blessings and all the and all the other other extra things come with it you know unintentionally you know but that's awesome man yeah. i will say that you know for anybody you know if you got a passion if you got a dream you know go for it don't let anybody stop you yep. you know and don't don't let anybody tell tell you otherwise you know we're we're all capable of doing whatever we want to do and we're all capable of achieving of what we believe is good for ourselves and our potential you know
0: well you know yeah. that's 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 awesome man and i you could tell that you and your wife have raised just an amazing son and that's what i'm getting out of that well, too
1: more again my wife for first 12 years of my you know when he was born we made a decision that my wife would stay home and, and raise him and i would right. chase a career to provide for yeah. the family so my wife did an amazing job i stepped in reason one reason moved to, to austin was to for me to be able to stay home and i travel so much as right. i was traveling so much at that time and uh i was able to step in as he was becoming an older an older an older boy and and influence him but you know man i always tell him all the time is you know failure is the process of success correct um we're all going to fail, but if you don't fail, you're never going to succeed. Well, and from every failure, fair. there's something to learn. My wife's a big advocate on that. It takes every bad situation and says so there's always something we can learn from it. So, you know, he, he's been brought up that way, and we always tell him, you know, follow your dreams, but understand that you're going to fail. And if you fail, just get up and learn from it and move on. And that's what I've done, you know, even with, with the music part, right? right. Um, you just fail and you keep succeeding. And all my employees that work for me I tell them the same thing. Uh, we're going to fail. I mean, we've we've made some mistakes in here as well, um, but we learn from that and move on. So, yeah, appreciate you guys. It's been great talking yes, to yeah, you. Yeah, no, definitely. We Hopefully we can do you. it some other time oh, and talk yeah. about the other stuff. I uh, know. Yeah. Right.
3: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you got anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? No, man, actually I don't. I mean, just thank you guys for allowing us to enter your your your, uh, your zone here. And uh, it was great talking to you guys. Appreciate you all. Yes, we appreciate you yeah. all. Thank you all
2: thank you chino yeah no man it's good man she's, she's a been quite on that
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well he's he's dumbfounded about all those, <laughs> right? all these sneakers he's in, he's in candyland he is he is <laughs> where where exactly can people get your information uh, facebook shot can you chat online yeah, yeah, yeah i can
1: give the tags and i think i'm normal so on ig it's public with a k hype all one word um so it's at public hype uh same thing for facebook it's public hype um snapchat you know that one. I don't really do the Snapchat thing. And then uh, soon to come, um, TikTok will probably be public hype as well. So everything's public hype. Um, you can send us a DM on any of those platforms. We'll get them. We can respond to people. Um, again, we're in we're 19 West Bargat, Suite so B, uh, right across from 01 and right right next to our neighbors, Urban Salt. Shout, shout out to Ronnie and Michelle. Uh, they've been great great neighbors. So um, that's where they can find us. Yeah, what's our, sure. what's our Snapchat?
0: Snapchat, uh, public underscore hype.
1: There you go, so, public underscore hype.
0: Alright, well, thank you again for opening the doors for us uh, We appreciate it uh, Thank you to everyone that continues to listen to our show Throughout the, you know, throughout the United States Throughout the world, throughout Texas And especially here in West Texas, San Angelo We appreciate you listening to us Making us a part of your week uh, We hope to be back next week My name is Daniel I'm EZ. And I'm, I'm Chino We'll see you next week Thank